Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. For the Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook pregame show with Score Morning Show co-host David Haw from the Mully and Haw Show, Bears long snapping Iron Man Patrick Manley, and Score Football expert and former NFL player Anthony Heron on Sports Radio 670 The Score, always live on the free Odyssey app. Brought to you by Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook app today. Good Saturday morning, Chicago. Welcome to the Scores pregame show right here on 670 The Score and your free Odyssey app presented by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app today. I am David Hoff filling in for Mully, enjoying a nice holiday weekend. Christmas Eve it is today. Look at the calendar, but you look outside, there's going to be football alongside Patrick Manley, Anthony Heron, as they are usually here before Bears games, trying to keep you warm today on what could be a historically cold day out on the lake front. Good morning, guys. How are you? I'm good. Good morning, guys. Uh, I woke up this morning excited to watch this game. Like you said, David, this is a game that could be a little bit of a history, but I'm also one that love watching games in, in weather like this, as cold as it's going to be, but also the wind. I mean, this could be a game where it could kind of neutralize this game a little bit, maybe in favor for the Bears if, if a bounce goes the wrong way or a pass goes the wrong way for Josh Allen, but I'm excited to watch this game. I'm excited to watch Justin Fields compete against maybe a future that looks like Josh Allen. So, uh, it's, it's going to be a fun game. I'm, I'm really eager to see how, uh, obviously, how Justin Fields responds every week in all conditions, but how the, how the Bears in general end up responding to the, the weather that's here. I wonder what the crowd will look like at Soldier Field. Obviously, multiple factors involved in that, not only the weather, but it being Christmas Eve. Uh, but I wonder what the, what the environment, what the atmosphere will be like out there as well. But the, the conditions are going to be <laughs> rough. It's going to be difficult out there just for the human body to function, let alone function at a high level like you hope to be able to during a National Football League game. So, you know, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting, it's going to be entertaining in one way or another. For a 3-11 football team, I think it's an opportunity because you do have elements that might even the playing field, if you will. 
because there, there's going to be flukish things that might happen, much much like the first game of the season, guys. I mm-hmm. mean, you go back to the 49ers game, and let, let's face it, this was a victory over the 49ers that was helped by the elements. Likewise, today, the only reason you get Bears a chance, I think, against the Bills is because fluky things could happen. You just don't know how both teams are going to respond to this. The only problem is... If there was one team in the NFL that was well-equipped and suited for the elements, <laughs> it would be yes. the team from Buffalo. And they know what winter feels like in Buffalo. So Bears, whether or not, this is the wrong opponent maybe for these elements. Yeah, but I still think the biggest thing to me, guys, is playing at Soldier Field is that wind. If that wind starts whipping up to 35, 40 miles an hour, you can't account for that. You can account for the cold. You can practice in the cold. You know, in Buffalo, they practice there. Up there at Hallis Hall, they do. But when you get elements like that with the wind, the wind gusting in that stadium – that can cause issues. That can cause it to be in trouble with the passing game. That can cause flukish interceptions, uh, dropped kicks, muffed kicks, dropped punts, you know, punt snaps, things like that. So that's the element that can make a difference here. You know, you talk about the 49ers game, the rain and all that kind of stuff. I don't think it was as windy as it's going to be today, but that's the one element to me when I played at Soldier Field that could neutralize games. And the, the entire game will be a new learning experience, and that matters. You know, even something like, you know, when, when Justin Fields in, injured his, his non-throwing shoulder and the discussion centered around whether or not he would return, should he return, and should the Bears want him to return and those sorts of things. And you know, that, that's an experience that will – this has been an experience that will benefit Justin Fields throughout the remainder of his career because you will have stretches in the NFL where you have to play banged up, where you have to play through an injury. Will it always be to the non-throwing shoulder? We certainly hope it won't be to any shoulders. But in, in some way to be able to figure out – how does my game adjust? How does my game evolve in, in this current environment that I'm in with, with my body feeling the way it does right now? And then you certainly factor in today's elements to that as well because if Justin Fields ends up being the Bears quarterback for a long time here, which a lot of folks, myself included, are hoping is going to be the case, then it's not the last cold game he's going to play in. And even the, the lesson from last game of, about just recognizing the level of hydration that's still mm-hmm. necessary in his body in extreme cold – this is going to be far more extreme cold and extreme weather conditions than what they faced last week. And so how does his body react? How does his game uh, evolve and react in these conditions? Because imagine if you know we're to the point where you get similar conditions to this in a playoff game. Yes. Like I recall I played in the NFC Championship game in 2004 against the, the Philadelphia Eagles. And that game was in Philly, and it was frigid. And you know the Eagles had been in that environment for multiple years prior to that. It was the third of the three consecutive NFC title games that, that Donovan McNabb had led the Eagles to. And, frankly, the Eagles were just more ready for that. You know, we're a dome team in Atlanta, and they, they had been on that stage over and over again. The Eagles handled the environment better than we did in that game. And so the, these are lessons. That these are things that you, you want to be able to put on your resume and figure out how you handle that moving forward. We're going to find out how everyone's going to handle things on the sidelines. Mark Grody, our guy uh, from Soldier Field, will check in at 940. Also, 1040, Steve Tasker will give us some lowdown on the Bills because he knows them very well, former Bill himself. And then 1140, as usual, Dan Pompey will check in right before kickoff. And, guys, Big Ant, you alluded to it. You have played in this kind of weather. Patrick, I want to start with you because it's the most recent example that has come up often this week. The last time I think it has been this cold at Soldier Field for a football game 
was your last season in uniform as the longest tenured bear. I don't know if there's a connection between the fact that on December 9th, 2013, it was as cold as it was against the Cowboys on the night they retired Mike Ditka's jersey, and three <laughs> games later, you called it a career, but it <laughs> yeah, was right. one of the coldest days. That's called a stretch that right could, there. <laughs> well, what, what do you remember about that night, and how similar do you think today will be to that? I just remember that being bitterly cold. It wasn't as windy. It was just kind of that just frigid chill, you know, without the wind. But I want to go back to what you said, Anthony. One thing about that is playing as long as I did in Chicago and Soldier Field, I was ready for that game. I knew what to wear. I knew how to dress. I knew how to use the sideline heaters, how to put the, uh, the hand muff and the heaters in my hand. Like, I knew what I was doing. And Dallas coming in as a dome team, you could tell they were a little, little, little shocked, a little, you know, didn't know what was going on. And I, I think this is a great opportunity for Justin Fields to, to have a learning experience, to, to simple things, to literally, like, what kind of footwear do you wear? How many socks do you wear? To, like, how many undershirts do you wear? To what do you wear under your helmet? All that kind of stuff. But – David, to go back to that game, it's just we were a veteran team at that point, and I think we knew how to deal with the elements better than a team like Dallas coming in. And like you said earlier, with Buffalo coming in, they play in this stuff. So that's, that's not going to be that big of a deal of what to wear, shoe-wise, all that kind of stuff. They'll figure all that out. But, um, yeah, that's, those games like that, when they were that cold and you had dome teams come in or, or warm-weather teams come in, you could see it in their face in warm-ups. When you're going out there before you put the pads on and they're trying to figure out, like, what, what is this? They might have done a walk the night before around the hotel, but it's still not the same as walking out in Soldier Field at 9.30 or 10 o'clock in the morning. And seriously, your, your body doesn't want to move. No. <laughs> you, you, you get out there and your mind is trying to convince your yep. limbs yep. to function, and they just don't want to. You know, the information from your brain moves a lot slower, and then once it reaches whichever body part it's trying to control – it still just doesn't move in the same way. It's not as quick. It's not expl- as explosive. So even things like, you know, how, how does the passing game adjust? Not only because of the ball in flight, but just think about the route tree. How much longer does yep. it take a receiver to get that depth before they end up breaking on an end cut, on a dig or something? Like, what was it, the first third and ten of the game last week where just that beautiful timing from Justin Fields to Equinemia St. Brown and the ball hits him right in the numbers. All right, first down after they're operating from behind the chains. I doubt there's going to be a lot of passes that look that pretty, that that are in, in that level of rhythm and on time like that in today's game. I tend to agree with that, and I think conventional wisdom says to expect that. And then, Patrick, I go back to that night yeah. uh, in, in 2013 – I expected the same thing like everybody else. A conservative game plan, difficult throwing the ball. The Bears scored on the first eight possessions. The Bears scored 45 (laughs) points. Josh McCown threw for 343, I believe. This was not what we expected. This was not what the weather suggested. So I don't know if today, whether it's Josh Allen or Justin Fields, one quarterback or both could go crazy offensively in a way that is unpredictable. I think that's the fun and fascination of watching a game like this because it is an opportunity and there is precedent for things happening that you just can't account for. Yeah, and it, it scares me too that it's going to be Josh Allen just because he's been <laughs> been through it so many times and with how outmanned the uh, the Bears' defense is and Stephon Diggs and Jalen Johnson being out and Kendall Vildor being on all those DBs, you're going to have some young guys out there that, to me, this is a game that scares me that it's going to be him. And this might just <laughs> be a learning experience for Justin. This might be one where he steps back a little bit and we're like, okay, why? Let's look at the elements. Let's look at, you know, maybe he's figuring out how to play in this game. But it does. It scares me with Josh Allen and that Buffalo Bills team, what they can do to this Bears defense today. 
And David, you mentioned that that opening game against San Francisco. One thing I, I recall with that was, you know, Justin Fields wore gloves in that game. Mm-hmm. And then I, I think there was even a brief stretch where he removed the gloves and then put the gloves back on for, for some reason in that game. A bit, you know, the very wet conditions that were there, kind of a monsoon-like game for stretches at Soldier Field that day. So I wonder, I, I would imagine, you know, go back to the gloves today, you know, likely. I mean, you know, how, how long can your bare skin really even be out there, you know, without gloves on as a quarterback in a game like this? So I would guess we'll see Justin Fields in gloves today, but he did, you know, just talking about experience and just sort of filing away information and having data points that you can kind of harken back to. That's a big part of just the growth of all young football players, but specific to the QB who's handling the ball on every snap. Justin Fields did have at least that opening game to see how he does or doesn't like playing with gloves. My impressions, because I don't recall seeing him in gloves again (laughs) since that game, was that he doesn't necessarily dig it. And I don't recall at any point in his college career, watched every one of his games, seeing him play in gloves at Ohio State. But that opening game was just it was conditions that he, he felt like it was it was going to be useful. It's not like the offense did a whole lot. Really, the second half turned a bit when he did start to use his legs a bit more. We obviously know how the storyline of the season has played out in that regard here. But even something like that, all right, I had gloves on in wet conditions. Maybe I didn't love that. Now it's just about cold, frigid conditions and, and whether or not gloves help with that. What size of glove? Do I maybe even go with a glove just on the non-throwing hand but not on the throwing hand? And there, There's a lot of, of data that will be collected by guys experiencing this for the first time today. That game back in September ended with a body slide in the end zone. Maybe today will be a snow angel victorious. <laughs> uh, Who knows? It could yeah. be the symmetry of the maybe season. Maybe more of an ice angel, yeah. I think. It's, it's too cold so. to snow right now. You just do some ice skating, twirling or something. <laughs> Guys, the challenge, though, increased greatly because the Bills' offense, fourth in the NFL and scoring second in total yards, and the Bears' defense will be without Jalen Johnson, placed on injured reserve. A little bit of a surprise. I thought he was going to try to play with the club that made the decision yesterday on Friday before the game. Jack Sanborn also placed on injured reserve. So, guys, you look at this defensive challenge, already a great one. And now, without two got two defenders who have had very strong seasons and are among your more reliable players, they're without Jalen Johnson, Jack Sanborn today. Somebody's got to step up, but everybody is has uh, got to step up, essentially. Yeah, it's just, I, I it, again, like I said, it could be a long game. This could be a Josh Allen, you know, record-setting game that – with the with the, you know the lack of pass rush that we have up front, with the DBs being gone, Stephon Diggs having a great year. I just it, it's just a scary, scary game. And I'm hoping the win just is whipping that it makes it makes it makes it the neutralizer. To be honest with you, and I talk every week on the show. I look at you know the matchups and the game plans and things like that. And we looked at the Eagles last week, and I predicted a 41 to 17 blowout. The Bears came out and you know made it a game, but today is kind of the similar thing. You just look at their roster, you look at what they've done all year. And it's just not good going against these Bears. But I got to give the Bears credit with the way they've played. The way they played last week with the hustle they gave, the intensity they gave, the two, two first letters of the hits principle, they've hmm. still got that going. So maybe that can keep them in the ball game. Maybe the ball can bounce the right way. But it's just kind of scary when you look at it on paper with this, this, this Bills offense going against this Bears defense. And you could certainly make the case they had the T going as well with the takeaways mm-hmm. and the smart situation. About you know, the, that. the hits principle yep. appeared to be on display last week, Patrick. It did. I it think, did. Uh, You're right. The the opponent today, because of, of their quarterback, just the, the massive size of Josh Allen, you, you think maybe he maybe he wouldn't be as affected. He certainly he, he's accustomed to it already, like you guys have been talking about. But just physically, you know, he's just he's a large mammal 
uh, <laughs> with apparently with what appear to be enormous hands. And so even if the football is a bit more slippery, maybe it doesn't affect Josh Allen in the same way. But if nothing else, he knows that. He's got that backlog of data to recognize how he needs to adjust, how these offensive skill players that he's played with frequently in, in recent years here how they all need to adjust together. Like I was talking about the rhythm and timing of the passing attack. He and Stephon Diggs have a backlog of data for how differently Stephon Diggs moves, how differently the route trees time up in conditions like this. And, you know, like you referenced, the Bears defenders, you know, were already, were already struggling here until recent games. But it, it is it, it's gratifying to see what they've been able to do over the last couple of games, you know, and – and looking at, at Green Bay with the depleted secondary and still no pass rush, looking at what they did, especially the secondary against Philadelphia, with a little pass rush, still not much. I did, I, I did think Travis Gibson took a step last week. I liked some things I saw from him in the game, but overall still a limited pass rush to come up with a couple of interceptions against a QB who generally doesn't throw them. I, I've been impressed with some of the strides the defense has made, but yeah, with no Jack Sanborn, with no Jalen Johnson, now the guy I've kind of been – Starting to uh, starting to view as the the Jack Sanborn of the secondary, Jalen Jones, who's been really impressive lately as a rookie undrafted free agent. Uh, there'll be more and more opportunities for him, it would appear. So it's three and eleven against eleven and three, and the stakes are very different. The the Bears playing for draft status and position, and right now they're second overall. And they lose today, they'll maintain that going into the final two games. The Bills. Meanwhile, can clinch the AFC East with a victory today. So the two teams headed in very opposite directions this season. And with the challenge of the elements presenting itself to both locker rooms, that's what they do have in common. So inside both locker rooms, you guys have been in that situation, as you both have alluded to. Is the big decision sleeves or no sleeves? Is the big decision Vaseline? or, or How do you prepare and how many choices are there when you're planning how to brave the elements? Vaseline's a must. Yes. Gotta have the Vaseline. Yes. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, it, it just it gives that additional layer of coating just beyond the skin. And normally what I would do, Patrick, I would at least go out for warm-ups with no sleeves. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think at this point in my life, I'm not a full-on meathead anymore, but certainly back when I was still <laughs> playing the game, I had more meathead in me then than I do now. And so I would go out with no sleeves and warm-ups. I wouldn't usually do the complete shirtless deal. You know, I had a lot to be proud of up top, but I wasn't really just trying to show off in warm-ups. But I did want to see, can I get by without sleeves? And uh, and if I couldn't, then I, I wasn't ashamed to throw some, you know, some kind of dry fit, you know, super tight sleeves on or something like that. But I would at least try to make the attempt with, with just gobs and gobs of Vaseline all up and down my rippling biceps. Can I go out there in warm-ups and just survive without it? If I couldn't, then, yeah, I'm going to go back in the locker room and, and throw an extra layer on. I got a funny story about sleeves. So the first part of my career, I guess I would call myself kind of a practice squad O-lineman. So I'd go to mm-hmm. O-line meetings and do all that kind of stuff. So I considered myself an O-lineman as well as being a long snapper. Well, Big Cat Williams would not allow you to wear sleeves. <laughs> you were not allowed to wear sleeves. So you know, I'm long snapping my first couple games uh, in the cold, and I look at him finally. I think it was the third or fourth cold game, and I'm a kid from the south, and I don't know what's going on on my cat. I've got to put sleeves on, man. I've got to be able to do my job. I can't go out there with these, with these little noodle arms out there um, freezing like that. And he just looks at me. He's like, all right, you're allowed to wear sleeves. So from then on, I always wear sleeves. I didn't care. I just cared about doing my job correctly. And it was whether I was going to wear one sleeve or two sleeves. You know, how, how thick are you going to go with, with, the, with your toppings? And then one other little quick tri- uh, trick that I learned from Jeff Jager, the old Bears kicker. Mm. You know the athlete's foot spray? 
Yeah. You spray that all over your feet, so that gives you another uh, layer or barrier oh. or whatever to kind of keep that heat in your shoes. And it honestly, well, maybe it was the placebo effect, but I felt like it worked. So that was something <laughs> I would do. So maybe you can tell the young guys of the Bears right now, go in there to the training room and just spray that stuff all over your feet before you put your socks on. Quickly before we break, how much judging goes on in terms of who's wearing <laughs> sleeves, who's not wearing sleeves, and any psychological advantage? Because I would suggest or I would, I would imagine that there is a little bit of peer pressure involved. I, like I said, it was back to Big Cat and Olin and them. You didn't, you didn't wear sleeves. And I've saw the last couple of years. Yeah, it's position. And then I saw Charles Leno put sleeves on. I think it was the first one since Cat and Olin and all those guys left. And I'm like, well, I guess it's out the door now. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, O-line, they're usually looking to be in unison more than any other position yeah. on the team. You know, they're going to try to dress the same. They're going to hang out. They're going to move in the same, at the same pace, all those things. D-linemen are, are a little bit more individualistic in that regard. But, you know, you, you do want some unison, some unity. But the D-line wouldn't, you know, you might make fun of each other. But as far as, like, going out there dressed in unison, that's not as much of a thing with D-line as it is with O-line and maybe some other position groups too. But it, it usually, if there's a lot of ribbing that's going to go on, or if there's an attempt to be in unison, it'll normally, because there's just so much of a volume of football players on a team, it's usually going to break down by position group. Right now it's, I think, two degrees at Soldier Field with wind chills in the teens. It's going right. to maybe We're above zero. Okay. We're above zero, so I think that's positive. According, depending on where you're standing, maybe depending on how the wind is hitting you, hmm. will depend on what the temperature is or how uncomfortable you may be. You can stay comfortable, Bears fans, with new Zing Zing Bloody Mary can cocktails with mm. premium vodka already in the can. They're always ready, perfect for your game day tailgates. Be careful out there, please. Zing Zang responsibly. All kinds of advice and all kinds of. Uh, directions that are now in place for today's game because it will be difficult. I believe they're allowing blankets in the game for fans going to um, Soldier Field to see the Bears and hey, the Bills. David, real quick, another quick tip. Bring a sleeping bag. Sit in a sleeping oh. bag. You bring it all the way up to your chin, and you're in your sleeping bag. You dress warm, and then you just take care of your face with your hat and your face mask. But you bring a sleeping bag and just zip it all the way up and sit in it. I'm, I'm telling you it's a trick. So listeners out there, if you got a sleeping bag, if you're allowed to bring – Blankets, my wife used to bring it, and that was a little cheating thing she would do to, to, to uh, get through the cold weather games. But bring a sleeping bag. So I then do the you offense. actually pull the long snapper IPA into the sleeping bag with you? <laughs> yes, you can you do that. It? Yes, with okay. a straw. All right, with a straw. Gotcha. <laughs> and the offense will put you to sleep, so you can always take a nap. We're going to get to a lot of stuff. We're going to compare Josh Allen and Justin Fields and the Bears and the Bills, and is this what the Bears – Envision being one day. Last week it was a comparison to the Eagles. This week it's the Bills. It's two pretty good teams to model if you want. We're going to talk to Mark Grody at 940. And as I said, Steve Tasker next hour, Dan Pompey in the 11 o'clock hour. This is the Bears pregame show presented by Bet Rivers, the official sports book of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers app today. I am David Haw in for Mully along with Patrick Manley and Anthony Heron. We'll be here until kickoff right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You know, we know this is bear weather. Um, that's, uh, you know, uh, exciting uh, for us as, you know, the Chicago Bears. We're back with more of the Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook pregame show on Sports Radio 670 The Score with David Haw, Patrick Manley, and Anthony Heron. Brought to you by Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook app today. Welcome back to the Bears pregame show presented by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app today. Right here on 670 The Score, Chicago Sports Radio. Bears and Bills at noon on the lakefront. Going to be a cold one. Matt Eberflus alluded to bear weather. We hear it all the time, Patrick. You heard it throughout your tenure, the longest tenure of any Chicago Bear. You heard it more than any other Bears player. So tell me, fact, fiction, myth, reality, where are you on the concept of bear weather? David, I think it depends on who you play. So it's a, it's a tough answer to that, but... Um, Anthony, you talked about when you went out to Philly with the 04 Falcons. I remember the 05 Falcons when they came here with Michael Vick. <laughs> they walked out of the tunnel in that pregame trying to go shirtless, sleeveless, whatever, and they just their head went down. They're like, oh, blank. And you knew it right then. You knew it right then that we had them. Um, so, yes, there's bear weather, but it depends on who you're playing. The bear weather, you can go back to the stats when we played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when we were in the, uh, in the Central Division. We would dominate them even when they, we were bad and they were good. Um, so, there is a, it depends on who you're playing. So I think there is no thing, no such thing against the bear weather if you're playing like a Pittsburgh or you're playing the Bills or somebody like that that plays in similar weather. But there have been other games that you just see other teams walk out there. Like you talked about the 13 Cowboys. You knew they were frigid. They just were not interested in being there at all. So overall, numbers-wise, I don't think it, 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 you know, it probably doesn't show. But I have seen people's faces and body language truly dip down when they walk out of that tunnel and know they've got to play in this weather today. And there's a a reason that coaches try to keep their teams when it's available to them. Coaches will try to keep their teams practicing in in some weather environment as well. Now, you know, if it's constantly six degrees outside, they're not going to spend the entire week outside practicing in it. But, you know, even Matt Eberflus earlier, you know, before it was even officially winter, he he had the Bears. Even in weeks where they were going to play indoors, he was still doing something I thought was a, a good plan just keeping the guys' bodies acclimated to being outside. He, there hasn't been any extended stretch of time here where they've just gone inside just to avoid 
the cold, the chill. And so you at least, if you're going to have opponents, you know, coming in here in the, this time of year, which, you know, we'll see. Hopefully the Bears grow to a point in the seasons to come where they're back to playing home games in January and, and having opponents coming to Soldier Field, then th- there is at least that advantage to keeping your players acclimated to that. So bear weather, to Patrick's point, really depends on the opponent. Is there bear weather when you're facing the Packers? Not so much. You know, is there bear weather when you're facing the Bills? Not so much, at least not as an advantage. But if you're facing opponents, if, if the Dolphins roll up here, sure. then, yeah, that should be an advantage for you because not only just their, their mentality, but their body just won't be accustomed to trying to perform in the conditions that they're in right now. So temperatures are one thing, wind quite another, and that could dictate the course of uh, the game and the game plans, I think, more than anything. And so, But you look at these two quarterbacks, and I'm not sure if it matters as much because if they aren't able to throw, and I do think that both guys have the arm strength to make some of the wind concerns kind of a moot point, but you look stylistically at Josh Allen and you look at Justin Fields. Justin Fields, the seventh-leading rusher in the league, 1,000 yards on his way to breaking – uh, the, the all-time record for quarterback rushing yards in a season. We expect that to happen in the final three games. Josh Allen, he's got 705 rushing yards himself. He's got the body, and we have seen what he can do with his legs, and he certainly has that arm talent. But when you look at these two guys, whether aside, whether included, however you do it, when you compare, is that a fair comp when you look at Josh Allen and Justin Fields? And are there things to be learned or gleaned from the way that the Bills developed and were patient with Josh Allen and the way the Bears are developing Justin Fields. You take that, Ant. It's the, it's the comp that I was even utilizing in the, the Mitch Trubisky era here in Chicago. Josh Allen was one of the quarterbacks that I, that I was pointing to even at that time, guys, just saying that if the Bears would just utilize – that, that sort of methodical approach of, of not saying the offense needs to all flow through and, and or be on the shoulders of the quarterback, that would at least have given Mitch a chance for survival, you know, a chance for development. Those first couple of years of Josh Allen's career, and even in the year three with his inconsistencies, he made a whole lot more plays in year three than he did through his first two seasons, but the inconsistency was still more wild in his third season. And there was a lot of Bills Twitter that thought Josh Allen was trash, and that's one of those things I, I kept trying to remind Bears fans of, even in, in comparison with, with Mitchell Trubisky, is that, man, the, the entire offense – under Matt Nagy, went through the quarterback. And it just it called for the QB to make so many decisions, pre-snap and post-snap, called for the QB to constantly make so many plays. And you got to be a unique individual to step in that early in your career and be able to handle that, be able to manage that. And Mitch, obviously, was not a unique individual. And so why put all that on him when you see the Bills with perhaps the most physically gifted quarterback well, since John Elway, you know, one of the most physically talented guys who have ever taken a snap from center, and the Bills are like, no, nah, we, we got a good defense. We're going to run the hell out of the football. We'll eventually start to surround you with some more playmakers, but for right now, we are paring everything down and, and t- really just taking the ball out of Josh Allen's hands and then using those unique physical traits to be able to make some plays and move the ball. And I think it's a, it's a lesson that's so much – of the National Football League could learn from it. It's a lesson that even going back, you know, like early in Ben Roethlisberger's career, early in Russell Wilson's career, we have seen other franchises with young quarterbacks be able to take that approach and have success with it. Some teams, what if you're if you've got a rookie and it's a full rebuild and that sort of thing, then yeah, you can kind of throw caution to the wind. But when you're trying to win some games, preferably, 
then yes, it, it makes all the sense in the world to see how methodically, and especially with, with Josh Allen was a really raw passer when he came out of Wyoming as well, and that's been the most impressive part of his development is the way that the, the, the trajectory of his passing game has come along so much. Stephon Diggs helped, didn't it, Patrick? Yeah, 100%. And I think it's somebody that could help. You know, and obviously Mitch Morris helped. I mean, just building an O-line around him as well helped. But to look at these two guys and watch their playing style, Josh Allen is a blast to watch on all 22 and watch him play because he's, he's super entertaining just like Justin Fields is. But I see their playing styles very similar. But the, the design runs called. Josh Allen's maybe a little more physical. I wish he would get down a little bit more and not take the <laughs> hits. But, I mean, shoot, the guy had a uh, – uh, uh, quarterback power and he's stiff arming a D lineman while he's going through the hole. I mean, it's just impressive because it just shows you how big and powerful he is. But I think their playing style is very similar. And Josh Allen, when he was younger, struggled reading defenses and understanding defenses. And now you can see him pre-snap knowing what's going to happen, what's going to take place, where the ball should go. There are some times he takes some chances. He might throw some 50-50 balls up that might be advantageous for the Bears today because there are some times that you're like, why is he making that throw? But he's giving his guys an opportunity. This is something maybe Justin Fields could look at, and us as Bears fans, to see the trajectory of Justin, uh, J- Josh Allen could be this, hopefully be the same for Justin Fields just because their playing style is similar. I also think it's interesting. There could be a lesson not to be learned but maybe remembered is that there's a lot of hand-wringing over quarterbacks and paired with coordinators and the, the mm-hmm. role that you know, the stable coaching staffs have on the development of young quarterbacks like Justin Fields, like Josh Allen. And so Josh Allen, though, I think has ascended to the point where he is almost, and I don't want to be disrespectful to the coaches in Buffalo, but I don't know that he needs that one guy, the Brian Dable. He has succeeded. Now, he did not have a great start to this season, but Josh Allen is who he is because of his talent and skill set more so than he is a product of any scheme or coaching staff or coordinator. And I think that you can envision the day where the same is true for Justin Fields. And I think that he is on that arc. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where another comparison is, is probably worth remembering because we're going to have this discussion at some point. I think Luke Getze, if not this year, next offseason could be in, in line for a head coaching position. That's, that's what happens when you're good. And I don't think that's something you have to worry about or dread because of examples like, like, uh, like we're seeing today with Josh Allen. Right. I think it's a, it's a great point, David. I'm glad you brought it up. And, and Justin Fields has even referenced, uh, you know, at, at some point in the season, just the, the fact that he, he has been in a different offensive system each of the last three years. And, and there, there is, you know, there, there is some difficulty in being able to manage that while at the same time, you know, an elite level talent like a Josh Allen, an elite level talent like Justin Fields, you, you want them to be able to break through that regardless while at the same time, continuity, maybe at least for a couple of seasons. You know, if Luke Getze is here, and who knows in the NFL, man. Like, guys, we're seeing it lately. If you had you had coffee with some guy that some other owner loves, and it's like, all right, you must be that same dude, so I'm going to hire you. But hopefully if we get at least a couple of years here with Luke Getze and Justin Fields, and there's some continuity season over season, then that does smooth out the development arc for Justin Fields, where he does continue to build off of the system in the way that we're watching him build off of it in season here. You know, it's certainly not impossible. I think Justin Fields is going to be successful regardless. But, you know, to, to have four different play callers in your ear or signaling to you for four consecutive seasons, I'd rather not, you know, have the Bears quarterback be in that situation. But if he is, I, I still think he'll be fine. Yeah, and it, like coaches are like players. Some coaches are better than some players, right? 
you might get lucky. Whatever position you are, and quarterback is the number one position, if you walk into a situation or a team and you get that coach to be your guy that really knows how to work with you, that is one of those elite coaches, and hopefully Luke Getzey is that. Seems like he is right now, learning how to use Justin Fields' skill set, and it seems like he's been growing throughout the year. So if he's fortunate to have that guy to build his base with being Luke Getzey, then he's lucky. Justin Fields is lucky, and then we're lucky as well. And we are lucky to be joined by Mark Grody from Soldier Field to find out what the weather's like, how warmly he is dressed, how many layers does he have when we come back here on the Scores pregame show presented by Bet Rivers, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We're back with more of the Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook pregame show on Sports Radio 670 The Score with David Haw, Patrick Manley, and Anthony Heron. Brought to you by Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook app today. Welcome back. Hope you're staying warm this morning on this Christmas Eve morning and getting ready for Bears Bills on the lakefront at Soldier Field. I'm David Haw along with Patrick Manley, Anthony Heron. The Bears pregame show presented by Bet Rivers up until kickoff and we go out to Soldier Field and we welcome in on our guest hotline sponsored by Circle Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. It's Grody time. Mark Grody, how are you this morning? Set a scene. I I am doing well. I am uh, out on the field right now. Just finished doing the the pregame show over on the network, which is inside a fresh talking. We apparently have Grody in an igloo. He has the worst (laughs) phone. This is like the third week in a row. He's got to pick it up or somebody's got to pick it up. I don't know what's going on. I I think that we could forgive him this week because his his teeth are chattering. Can you imagine how hard the signal is to get from the igloo out into the score studios? He probably wishes um, he had an igloo. I think you're right. (laughs) On days like today, I think you would rather be anywhere but in in the face of the wind biting on the sidelines because you know what unlike the players guys grody can't run around he can just well, kind of walk I fast mean, and, uh, yeah. he he could choose to but you know, <laughs> i suppose it's, it's not likely that he would be doing so he's not going to be chasing anyone around but you know he, he could choose if he can choose to sit on the heated bench 
he can choose to at least do some like some high knees or some karaoke or something just to warm things up a little bit. <laughs> I All need right, to so see that. I need to see that. It, it appears Mark Grody has stepped out of the igloo for a better signal. Grody, are you there? Uh, yes, I am here. I, I was drawn to the heat of the bench as you guys were just talking, but they're just they're just now activating it. But actually, I am standing on Soldier Field right now. Yes, it is cold, and the the, the wind, as we all know, living in Chicago is the real trick, and that's what's hitting me right now. So that that is going to be the part that makes everybody feel cold and could have an effect on the game. It's interesting watching some of the, the offensive linemen trickle out. Like I saw the Sam Mustafer, I think starting now there's going to be something called the Sam Mustafer Award. He was the first person out here just about 10 minutes ago, came out for about five minutes and said, I'm good. And then he goes backstage and then out comes Larry, Larry Borum, Larry Borum coming out here do, doing a little bit of work and he goes back inside. So I'll be honest with you. I am literally the only person standing on Soldier Field right now. All right, since we got nothing to talk about, well, let's start with this action. Maybe you can help the listener that's coming down to the game. Let's break down your cold weather gear, what you're wearing, to see if you can help right, them figure yeah. out what to navigate and what to bring and not to bring. Okay, okay. I, uh, you're going to love this, Pat, because I was just given uh, via Tony Medlin from Brandon Faber one of those uh, – I don't. it's like a, there's a weird name. It's called like a baklava – the yes. little hat, the, yes. yeah, is that what it's called? Yes. Just the, so get one of those for you. you don't want it, it covers your head, the side of your face, and your neck. You don't want any exposure for your like just your eyes. Just allow your eyes to veer through. So that's what I'm going with with a winter hat over the baklava. Um, I also accepted the advice of putting a extra plastic bags on my feet mm-hmm. over the wool socks. I repeat, wool socks and good footwear. Whatever your best soles are, like you need the, the as much distance between your foot and the ground, wherever you are sitting or whatever the case may be. I've seen that I'm going to tinker with uh, on my face, uh, and that that is in my bag, and then a million of those those little hot pads, those things work. Those things work. The little things you see at the checkout at Walgreens, grab yourself some of those, stick them in your boots, stick them in your gloves, and and, and pat your face occasionally with them. Just this is a nice treat. Smart yeah. move. Yeah, maybe maybe stick them in a few unseemly places as well, just to uh, just to make <laughs> hey, sure. Hey, big yeah. ant, whatever you gotta, you gotta stay do. warm everywhere. You gotta hey. stay warm yeah. everywhere. <laughs> whatever you gotta do, man. That's what today is all about. It's Whatever you got to do to stay warm. So, and I wish I could give you a better idea of what now some Bills players have come out here <laughs> and they are now screaming cold. Uh, so, a few of the Bills players are out here, but I am looking forward to see. What I want to know is if my guy, linebacker Matt Adams, actually, I don't know if Matt Adams is playing, but he typically warms up shirtless. I, I wonder if he would do it today. What do you recall, Groats, about? I was, I was trying to remember earlier in the pregame show here. I recall Justin Fields in that opening game in the the pseudo monsoon at Soldier Field. He wore gloves, and I think there was even a brief stretch in that game where he, like, took the gloves off and then put them back on. And I don't recall that he's worn gloves since then. And and part of my – in my head, I'm thinking, okay, he must not like wearing gloves, and it's probably a day-to-day where he's going to need to. What what I remember is, yeah, him saying – that that was one of the first times that he had worn gloves in his career. So I don't remember following up with him about whether he likes them or not. So 
it'll be really interesting, yeah, to see how what he does to keep himself warm. I mean, he's basically got a team of people on the sideline who will help him, you know, put the jacket on him, you know, but get get some hot pads going. So he will be the, you know, he will be well taken care of. I'm looking forward to seeing how, how he manages to stay warm and keep, you know, he's got to keep the, the arm loose. He's got to keep the hands warm. Um, and maybe that'll all just be remedied by handing the ball off to Quill Herbert and David Montgomery all day. Talking with Mark Grody from Soldier Field here on the Bears pregame show presented by Bet Rivers. So, Grody, you know what the Bears are doing without today. Jalen Johnson, Jack Sanborn on injured reserve. This is a game where the elements might level the playing field, figuratively speaking. What kind of game do you expect? Oh, man, I mean, I, I want to say it's going to be a grinded out, uh, low scoring game. But as Joe Ostrowski reminded me, uh, that when in the win game, as he put it last year, that New England Buffalo game, they threw Buffalo, Josh Allen threw the ball 30 times in that game, the game in which the Patriots basically, I think, threw the ball like three or four times in that contest. So I, I, I don't trust the Buffalo Bills to slow down their offense. But if this, and, and it's really kicking up right now, I don't know if you guys can hear it, but there is a massive crosswind blowing across Soldier Field right now. If, if that continues, I mean, I, I would imagine that the Bills would even go a little bit more conservative. So I, I'm always skeptical because it's easy to predict low scoring, but it seems like weird things do happen in sports where we all think we got it figured out and then it turns out to be like a normal game as if it was in normal conditions. But I, 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 will, I will say it will be a low-scoring game, and especially from the Bears' side, there will be a lot of running, and I, I would imagine Justin Fields probably will be close to 100 yards rushing again today. Man, I don't miss those games. <laughs> Seriously, you talk about that one. <laughs> I'm so happy to be sitting here right now. Hey, you talked to Cole Komet this week. What did he have to say about the Bears? Well, you know, I, I got into a little bit of the, the personal stuff with Cole Komet this week, Pat, and okay. that, that's about where he stands and where, where he thinks he is in the future of this team. He told me that he, he feels like he has progressed a ton this year. I mean, obviously he's not there yet. You still need to call him a number one tight end. You still need a lot more from Cole Komet. But, and I, but I even asked him about this is year three for him. So he's under contract for another year. And I asked him about that. I said, do you, do you think about your future here? And he said, obviously, he's like, I, I don't think about that a lot. But he did say, um, you know, hopefully the Bears are seeing in me that I think that I have made and that hopefully that, you know, essentially he said, he's hoping that his future is with the Chicago Bears. And that, like I said, that'll come into play more next year. But once these final three games are up, those are the things that we're going to be talking about, and we're going to find out which guys, for real, Ryan Poles is really interested in securing futures for. And, you know, depending on what they think of him, how they are evaluating him, he could be a guy that they sit down with over the offseason. And I know that they, they love, like, in terms of makeup, they love Cole Komet. I know that. Like, in terms of the hits principle and, you know, he's starting to get into the leadership we know how upfront he is with the media. I think, like David Montgomery, he's sort of their type of guy in terms of the the you know things like the hits principle. I don't know how they evaluate him as a player, though. 
Great stuff, Mark Grody. Stay warm today. Do a terrific job for WBBM on the sideline at Soldier Field. Thanks for your time. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Merry Christmas, Groats. Mark Grody from Soldier Field. Wow. (laughs) That is going to be, and Pat Manley has quite the shirt. If you could only see us on the Twitch stream, boy, that is a missed opportunity right there. And we'll post something maybe. on Instagram. I'll post something on Instagram. I do. It's 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 a very uh, it's a, it's an interesting Christmas shirt, sweater. I don't know what you call it. We we'll wanted to get you guys a close up to it. We'll get into a little bit of everything. We'll talk a little offensive line because the Bears are yet facing another configuration against the Bills today at Soldier Field. There's cold weather. There's changes. There's all kinds of things to discuss. This is the Scores Bears pregame show presented by Bet Rivers. We'll be back. I'm David Hall along with Patrick Manley and Anthony Heron until kickoff right here. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.